Ooh, that was a good one. I hope I just burped. I just burped. I don't know if the fucking mic caught that, but... So that's a good way to start it off. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It is another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast, coming to you from a galaxy far, far away. Uh, we are coming to you live and direct on this blessed Monday night. It's Monday, right? Yeah, 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 it is. The mo- I've yeah. lost track of time, dates, whatever. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, we got another episode coming to you. Uh, we're struggling with the content, guys. We're, you know, we're we might shoot, have we're to. Shooting, sh- we're shooting by the hip on this one. <laughs> we might. We're making up. We're going. We're making up shit as we go. Uh, <laughs> we boxed ourselves into a corner with the theme of this podcast, and now we're fucked because we ran <laughs> ideas and our memories are shot. So basically, this might just turn into two guys talking about fucking film from now on. Yeah, uh, we'll, but yeah, it'll, it'll be a good transition. We'll. we'll, we'll <laughs> But yeah, guys, uh, so uh, we got another episode for you this week. I think we're going to be talking about uh, movie premieres or what we remember from movie premieres or like how crazy some of the movie premieres got. Um, I remember a couple of them. We'll talk about them. Uh, We'll see where we can get. Uh, But I did want to say we had somebody uh, reach out to us and I don't know if you saw the message. No. uh, Somebody reached out. One of our listeners reached out to us. Or, or how do you say it? Reached out, right? That's how you yeah. say it. On Instagram. I'm trying to. Yeah, on Instagram. Okay, on yeah, IG. Yeah. yeah, and they wanted to know what we drink while we drink because we know we're always buzzing on this podcast. So, what you drinking, brethren? I got a Gem Rocchio from Mumford. Oh my God, he cracked it out, guys. It's good. Man. All right, so if you don't know what it is, this Jam Rocchio is like a fucking fantastic Jamba Juice fruit uh, smoothie with fucking alcohol in it. Um, and it's like a strawberry banana fucking smoothie, essentially. That's so good, and, man. Uh, it's crazy. There's like there's like a lot of uh, beers out there that like claim to be like uh, fruit bombs or like uh, fruit smoothies or like even those frosés from Kings. But dog, I swear to God, that new Jam Rocchio is like you could chew that shit like a fucking ca- like a candy. No, oh, I just burped on Mike. <laughs> but yeah, that's fucking. Those are so good, dude. Like, I think I might go back this week. If you do, man, let me know. I get another four. Pack. I know, I know. <laughs> I got two. I, got... I saw that. I saw. I saw Indie Bruco. They were. They, did you see that new beer they announced today? That is going to be. They can. They can today. And it's releasing tomorrow. No. It's like a brown. It's a brown ale, but it's supposed to have like hints of chocolate and vanilla. It's supposed to be like malt, like malt balls. Oh, dude, that sounds like, good. Like Whoppers. That's yeah. what it has on the can and stuff. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be like that. So I was like, oh my god. That sounds good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got uh, two four packs when Ralph went. I asked yeah. Him to give me... You got two. Yeah, I got two. Oh, I should have got another one. I only got one. I'm only down to five. Five of them left now. <laughs> oh man, I still have all. I still have two Jam Rokios from the last. The last one. Really? Yeah, yeah. I keep everything, you, dude. You I should, got. I got. Should, I still uh, got a Frosé. I still got a Frosé from the what time you the the Malo Yalo. Oh, dude, that's old. They tell you to drink those like right away too. Come on, it's still good. It's hey, alcohol, the, baby. Just the just only a little sour. Is, yeah, the only thing is to be a little bit more strong now. Probably more alcohol content because it's going bad. Hell yeah, dog. Hell it's, like, yeah. it's like you're turning into like a wine in there. You know, it's, it's fermenting. <laughs> maybe as a matter of fact, maybe I'll crack over that frosé later. But that has like so much sugar, it'll like wire me. I'll oh yeah, dude, your 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 teeth will hurt. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> It's like you get a bunch of uh, sweet tarts and crush them up and put them in with some milk or something, and then that's like oh the same feeling. Oh my god, dude! I've been wanting to go. I also want to try that place in fucking Upland, uh, Sandbox Brewing. They uh, have a new system now where you order online and you just go pick up, and they're open till like eight o'clock. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Hmm, dude, speaking of trying I'll new places, it. man, I you know, you know that how I had that one brewery by my house. 
I think yeah. So that's this is this is a question I had for you. The there used to be a brewery by your pad called a Rev Brewing. That yeah, was like a, a meat. It was like a meat meadery. I guess you would call it. Or like yeah, they used, a, a they used brewery. to make wine in there too and stuff. Yeah. Well, they closed down and now a new place opened up. It's called Nova. Uh huh. And um, I've always like it's been there for a while already. I never tried it, but I've always wanted to. And we're yeah. thinking of like somewhere and like, we're trying to figure out where to buy beer. So we just like I, I looked them up on Instagram and like the stuff they had sounded really good. So we went and um. I kind of like went like all in too for like the whole weekend beer. Like I just got everything there, and like they had like um it was a, like a Long Island iced tea beer. It sounded uh-huh. really good. It was like oolong tea with peach, and then I got this other one. It was like melon and um was it ma- melon and lactose sugar, and it sounded really good. And then I got that one yeah. beer that the the rice lager. Yeah. So the rice lager was good. It would kind of taste uh-huh. it like sake, but just like a little bit more beer. And yeah. um, do the other stuff. So I tried the uh, yeah kind of trash. Well, for me at least, it, it they all taste the same. It just it all tastes like sake. Uh, <laughs> just like really? yeah, like the the oolong. Well, that's tea. the thing, right? That like he's like a head sake master. Yeah. Or whatever. So supposedly his sake is really good. The chick is. The chick yeah. Is. It's like a girl. Yeah, and um, so I had that melon one, and then like I drank it, and like I got an allergic reaction to it. Like my lips were what? Yeah, I do. My lips were like all like I felt like I got like little cuts on them. And yeah. they were, like, all itchy, and then, like, I couldn't breathe. And then, like, my face was, like, really hot. Oh, that's right. That's what you were saying. You are having an allergic reaction. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty bad. And then, uh, and then the other one I had, I had, like, their, their iced tea, and it just wasn't – I didn't like it at all. So you're not going back. Uh, I might try their sake because, like, I, when I went there – oh, dude, that's another thing, man. It's so crazy. Like, um, so it's right off of that main street where that big church is. And, like, you have yeah. to call them in order for them to open up the gate for you to even go in. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so you, I called him and I went in there and all the lights were like off. The whole like, it was like industrial complex type of thing. It was just like all yeah. dark. So like, I'm yeah. just like rolling all slow. And then I see like one little neon sign that says Nova. You know what I mean? So then that's where I parked. Yeah. And then when I parked, he was already waiting there with my beer for me. But like, Crazy. yeah, it was weird, dude. It's like, a, it's pretty inconvenient. You know, that, that location. <laughs> oh, shit. That's wild. I know that Indie Bruco right now is like cranking out beers that sound so fucking good that I want to go try, but I fucked up. I should have went this weekend. I had time, but I was just like lazy and I ordered it online. And right now they're using Bev, that service that ships beer, but they used to ship it themselves. And so they used to ship it straight through the mail, USPS. And like when you're ordering from there, since it's like right there in fucking downtown, it takes like a day, day and a half. And I ordered last uh, Thursday and the beer still hasn't like hasn't even shipped. So it's like, fuck, dude, oh, I should have just went because I was trying to save money because it's it was ten dollars to ship the beer. And I was like, man, I spent like five dollars in gas getting out there and coming back. So I was like, what's five dollars more so I could just be like at home and be safe. And I was like, fuck. And then when I ordered the beer, I was bummed because then they came out with that fucking that sour. It's like a sour ale and it's supposed to be like now and laters. Oh, yeah. It's like a pog. I think it's a pog. I think it's just honestly like a pog, but with cherry. You know oh, OK. I mean? Like uh-huh. a cherry pog. But uh, yeah, they came out that, and then today they're come, they they were like, oh, we're releasing that malted beer tomorrow, and I'm like, fuck, I would have just waited and went after work tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So I kind of fucked up, but hey, whatever. You, you uh, see that that Pepsi is making an apple pie soda? Really? Yeah, I guess for like Thanksgiving. That makes sense. Uh, I like when you think when I think of those beers or like uh, when I think of like sodas like that when they're like it's like these savory full flavors. It's always like very underwhelming because you always think it's gonna be like a fucking punch to your mouth. You always yeah. think it's gonna be like actual, but it's probably just gonna taste like cinnamon and apple. Sounds really good. Dude, I, I really miss, like, the spiced Coke. 
It nah, can- I hate that shit. Oh, dude, it, like, I love it. It burns my mouth. It what? It like burned my mouth. Yeah, dude, it's so good. I love all that stuff, like the spice. And then <laughs> I remember like uh, it reminds me of an alcoholic drink, but there's no alcohol in it, so I kind of get like nauseous by it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so like it like, Red reminds Bull. me of like spiced rum or something. You oh, know okay, what I mean? yeah. I think Red Bull had one too that was like holiday spiced or something that was really good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm drinking. Uh, I drank a Boris earlier, which is amazing. Yeah, those but are good, uh, I'm drinking that Dream Bender from fucking Homage, and this shit is this shit is a banger, dog. I let Ralph try it this weekend, and he was like, "Oh my god, dude, what kind? What kind of beer is fire. it?" So it's a pale ale with Citra and Galaxy hops, but it's like got a heavy dose of orange juice and pineapple. Really? So you like, can taste it, honest. Dog, it's crazy, bro. I'm telling you, it almost. It, I honestly want to say it tastes like a, a really mellow isolation room. What? So you know how like isolation room is like mad like smoothie ish. Yeah. Nah, this shit is like mellow, bro. Like, but you could taste it. It's not like it's not like the, it's hiding. It's good, dog. It reminds me of like remember that Alvarado beer that I gave you? It was like a pog, and I was like, man, this tastes like the fucking goya juices, like the the humex. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was an Alvarado Street beer, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Fucking. It was like cruising something, like, wasn't it? It was like a. I remember it was like a pink be- can. Remember? Yeah, yeah. It was it like a like sun cruising or USA. Yeah. It looked like palm trees. Yeah, yeah, but that shit was bomb. It's like that, but like a pale ale, like super mellow. But it's like very. You could taste the fruit, the fruits of the fucking. Which beer. is crazy because oh, that's man. usually not their flavor profile there. Like dog at all. Yeah. And then I had that home. I have that. I, I had that home listening, and I got addicted to that home listening. It's got that real floral fucking taste to it. Oh my god, dude, that shit is banging, bro. It's crazy. They've been they a lot of a lot of breweries right now are like cranking it. A lot of local breweries that we go to are like cranking out good beers right now. So it's like uh, I'm spending too much fucking money on beers. I don't have any money right now, so I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's what we're drinking right now. Uh, did you see any movies this week? I I didn't see any. actually I didn't see anything. I've seen like that movie Sing for like the hundredth time. Which one's it's that? It's like a DreamWorks one. It's about those animals. With the pig. Yeah. What's the song at the end of that movie? Ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide, right? Uh, uh, no, the one that fuck, that that, that, uh, that um elephant sings. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but dude, actually, it's funny because today I was watching it with her. And isn't um, that the song they played in the theater isn't was that movie did that movie come out when we were working at the theater? I think it did, because I remember the song they sing "Ain't No Valley High, Ain't No River." Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, song, they, they don't. They don't sing that song. But um, what song I'll, do they sing at the end? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Her name is Mina. She's a <laughs> she's a cool she's a cool cat, man. So let me see. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So anyway, I, I was watching it, right? Dude, I've seen it yeah. like a hundred times, and like uh-huh. um, it's like. There's a story. There's like this this monkey where he's like him and his dad, or his dad is like <laughs> his dad's like a, a thief, right? And he wanted his son to like be there for him. But is this be- the fucking origin story of Swiper from Dora the Explorer? No. So then he he wanted his son to be there when he when he did that the, their last <laughs> job, you know. So then he left to go do the audition. He came back and his dad was being booked, right? They already handcuffed him and everything. So uh-huh. He fucked over, right? He fucked over his dad, and now his dad's in jail. So then, um, and then that that one elephant. Like her family's like super proud of her, but she's super shy, right? So like she has like stage fright, and um, so then like the very end is like the big show, like that's like their big performance, <laughs> and like they prevailed, you know? They they went, they got through everything, and um, yeah, that monkey just finished singing, and then like his dad showed up, like he broke out of jail to meet him, and I was just like, oh my god, that's so cool, you know? And this is like the hundredth time I've seen it. Then then the elephants are singing, and she kind of like breaks out of her like comfort zone. Everybody's uh-huh. cheering, and then like Penny starts to like hum along. She doesn't even know how to sing, but she starts to try, dude. Yeah. And I just kind of like, oh god, <laughs> get that. 
<laughs> he's a bitch, dog. Uh, you got to me, bitch. dude. Fatherhood has made you soft. Dude, it's changing me, man. I feel it, dude. I feel like uh, if it's like venom like, or something, you know, like after <laughs> you get bit by a spider, <laughs> it's going through my George veins. Lo- <laughs> George Lopez used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing dad hats now. You already do, no, so I you don't. didn't wear. You didn't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, uh, so you didn't watch any movies? Just, just seeing like ten times. That's about it. Oh my god, dude! You're not helping with the con here, content here, brother. You need to help us out, brother. Come yeah, on. I told dude. you about Johnny and his dad, dude. That's like a that's a pretty deep story. <laughs> Half the people listening right now are just like, "What the fuck is he talking about right now?" You guys should check it out. It's called Sing. <laughs> It's like American Idol, right? But with like animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a, a koala tries to con con them into like singing for him to, to like restore his theater, and then trying to be like Millie Vanilli. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end they just kind of like fuck it. We don't need a prize money. We'll do it for ourselves. You know, it's good. All right, all right. Well, let me take over here and uh, tell you about all the movies that I saw this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a couple, you know, just a couple bangers. Uh, I saw Moonstruck, what I had, which I had never seen before. I'd always wanted to see fucking Moonstruck. And people are always talking like, you know, this is the movie that Cher won the Oscar for. And like, Nicolas Cage is so good in it. Like, he plays the little brother that falls in love with Cher. And it's like a romantic story about him. And he plays a baker who only has one hand. And like, people are always like, he's so good in it. Like, you know, they always refer to certain performances and Nicolas Cage is like, he's a good actor. You know, and like, these are the, these would be it. It's like leaving what is it uh leaving las vegas yeah. is that the one where he's drunk that one and and moonstruck and you're like man he's so good i watched that dog it is fucking nicholas cage doing nicholas cage at a young age no way it's like good actor <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it's like keanu reeves like you know what i mean when he's younger he's still keanu reeves it's like when you see him he's like oh god he's yeah. like yelling and shit <laughs> it's take me to the opera please that's why they yeah. don't let him talk in john wick so like yeah fucking Nicolas Cage is the same way in this fucking movie it's the same thing it's just a young Nicolas Cage doing Nicolas Cage things which I'm all for but it's just funny because people always talk about it all the time but uh I saw it and I was I was uh I enjoyed it it's like a very cute like Italian uh Uh rom-com and I see why it's like very quirky I see why it works like especially the last scene is like a classic scene but um yeah, it was okay. I, I think I feel like my expectations are so much more higher. And I saw it and I was kinda like, Oh, okay. Glad I saw it, but I'd rather watch like Sleepless in Seattle or You when got Mayo Sally. No. But uh the other one I saw was Hold on, hold on. Did, did, have you seen the trailer for Jujitsu? Nah, what is Nicholas Cage's Nicholas Cage's new movie? Oh hell yeah, he's gotta get that alimony check or what? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You should check it out, dude. It's funny. Well, is it about jujitsu? It's yeah, it's about like he's like a I don't know, dude. He's like wearing one of those big Chinaman hats. Yeah, like Raiden? It's like if he's yeah, like Raiden. <laughs> and he's like on he's like on a on a boat and then like it's just like a big old fake moon is in the sky. It's just oh like my it's, God. it's weird. You should check Hell it out. Yeah, dog. Keep working, dog. I saw Working Girl for the first time. I had never seen Working Girl. Uh with Kevin uh with uh, Harrison Ford and I was gonna say Kevin Costner. With Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver and uh Melanie Griffith. I had never seen that movie. And, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. Like, I could see why. It's, like, one of those movies where you see it and it's, like, for the context. It's, like, watching Splash. It's, like, the context of the time. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, a, a rom-com like that had, like, never subverted, uh, like, the day in the life of, like, a 
a working woman. Oh, okay. I still think nine to five is better. Or uh, fuck, what's the movie with uh, Sally Field? Norma Ray. I think those are way better movies. But uh, Working Girl, I get it. There's like an audience for it, and I understand why people watch it. But uh, glad I saw it, but it probably isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you really saw it though, uh, so you would know if it's for you or not. So yeah, I don't. It, it was. It was. It was okay. It was okay. Like it's like one, a movie I'll remember, but it's not something I'm gonna go back to. You don't recommend it. Uh maybe some people like it. I like Moonstruck better, and like that's saying something. Um, I saw. Uh, so I saw this movie called With Nail and I, which is like a super fucking famous movie. It's like a British movie from the eighties. It's like a black comedy from the eighties about two best friends, and they're like uh drug addicts and they're actors. And it's almost like a before sunrise, before sunset movie. So it's just about two dudes like walking around being like super, uh, uh, super British or whatever, where <laughs> super English. And so it's like real dry humor. Uh, but it's like super surreal. The movie, it's crazy. They're like squatters and they go on this journey cause they won't need to take a vacation because they're like junkies and they have nothing to live for. So they're like, we need a vacation. <laughs> and so they go to like the, uh, the countryside and like all this shit happens and, it's just, it's essentially about uh like codependent the whole movie is about codependency and how like relationships you kind of grow out of and uh, some relationships are good for you some relationships are bad but you know if the person is good for you you're gonna grow with you instead of like hindering you and uh, yeah it was really good I really enjoyed it but it, what tripped me out is like so I don't, have you ever seen Wayne's World two yeah so there's a guy in Wayne's World two who's like the ultimate roadie like they meet him and he's like. Cause they gotta make, they gotta do Wayne stock, and they gotta get to like yeah. the ultimate roadies. And they go and they find this British dude, and he's like, "Yeah," and that's where I was, you know, getting all the brown M and M's for John Lennon. <laughs> and it's like yeah. he's talking, and uh, that character is it from With Nail and I, and he plays a drug dealer. He plays the, like original character. That's oh, like crazy. where it's from. So like I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't get that. What do you call that? A reference? That, uh, yes, thank you. Oh my god, I fucking blanked. I didn't get that reference. So now, like in in watching Wayne's World too, so like so frequently in Wayne's World and Wayne's World Two, like one of my some of my favorite movies. Like uh-huh. in watching that now, like I have a crazy different appreciation. It's like, oh shit, that's the guy from With Nail and I, and he's doing like his character only like twenty years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. So yeah. Um, but I would recommend that movie. It's on the, they just did like a, a re-release on the Criterion and I had never seen it and people always talk about it and they've been talking about it recently because the, one of the dudes in it is uh, Richard E. Grant and he was in that movie, Can You Ever Forgive Me? with Melissa McCarthy and he plays Melissa McCarthy's like best friend in that movie and uh, Is that what she's like a yeah. writer or something? Yeah, yeah. And okay. he got nominated for a supporting actor in that movie. Really good movie. But uh, people are always like, if hey, you've never seen him with Nail and I, and it's like, yeah, there's like this crazy. So like, uh, spoiler alert in the movie, what happens is uh, they start like figuring out that they shouldn't be together because, you know, they're like codependents. They're like junkies. And then one of them gets this job because they don't have jobs as actors. And one of them gets a job in a play. And he's like, well, I got to go. And then that dude, Richard E. Grant plays like the fucked up friend and he like realizes he's like holy shit like i have to let him go for him to survive because i'm probably gonna fucking die as a fucking (laughs) drug addict in this apartment and at the end like you think that the other guy is like oh well he has to be the better actor he got the job and then they're like walking and then he goes to the zoo and he's like drunk and then he recites like this verse from hamlet and it's like mad powerful because you're just like holy shit he is this guy's the better actor you know what I mean? He's yeah. just a fucking low life junkie, like, and nobody will ever see his talent except for these animals at the zoo. And it's like, mad powerful. And uh, yeah, it got me. I was like, fuck, this is good. Like, 
I enjoyed it. <laughs> but it's like a super surreal movie. Like I don't know how to describe it other than eighties like English uh black comedy. So if you've seen other movies like that, you'll understand because it's like it's wild. It's a crazy movie. I saw that and then I also saw uh Jungle Land, which I told you guys about. But so Jungle Land is uh Max is it Max Winkler? I think that's his name. And that's Henry, Henry Winkler's, Winkler's kid. Son? Yeah, he made uh, a movie a couple years ago called Ceremony, which is like really good with Michael Angerano and Uma Thurman. And it's about this guy who gets invited to uh, a wedding as pity because he's like an ex-boyfriend. And then he shows up and he's still in love with the fucking bride. So he's trying to like fucking ruin the wedding and get with that chick still. And uh, so, yeah, it's just like a lot of talking and it's good. And uh, he made a movie a couple years ago called Flower with Zoe Dutch, Deutsch uh-huh. or whatever. And I was, like, super let down by that movie. Like, I went to go see that movie, and I was like, oh, this is a Max Winkler's movie. I'm, I'm stoked. Like, it's a bigger budget. He's got Adam Scott, Zoe Deutsch. Uh, there's somebody else in it, too, that's super famous. But uh, I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm bummed. But then there's this, there's this movie, this new, he made a new movie called Jungle Land. And Jungle Land is Charlie Hunnam. And fuck, what's the other guy's name? Jack O'Connell. He's from 71 and Startup. If you've ever seen those English movies, they're fucking great. You should go watch them. But um, they play a bare knuckle boxers. And this, the, so the story the story goes, essentially, it's these two brothers. Charlie Hunnam plays like his manager <laughs> slash junkie brother. And they're bare knuckle boxers from like Philadelphia. And they're like in the world of underground boxing. Uh-huh. Um, and... So Jack O'Connell plays a little brother and he's like a stud at bare knuckle boxing, right? And then the dude from The Last Black Man in San Francisco plays the villain kind of in the movie. And so what happens is he goes in and he's like fighting and then he realizes like halfway through the fight because uh, Jonathan Major shows up that, hey, this guy's, uh, this my brother's doing a shady, shady shit again with this bad guy who's Jonathan Majors. So that means he's like betting on me, you know, with this drug dealer dude. And he's like, fuck, I don't do that. So out of principle, he loses a fight. And then when he loses a fight, he gets in like so much debt. And the guy's like, I could kill you right now, but I want you to do this task. And he tells him, I want you to transport this girl from one end of the country to the other, from fucking Philly to like uh, Nevada. And he's like, I don't want you to ask questions. I just want you to take her. Like, and he's like, I'm gonna pay you, and I'm gonna give you room and board or whatever. Just take her. And so the whole story is about the two brothers, like, realizing like their fuck ups in life and shit like that while taking this girl across cross, cross country. And then in doing that, Charlie Hunnam hears about like this crazy tournament in Vegas, and he's like, if we win this tournament, you know, we could be set for life. And it's like a story. Oh, that's cool. And so it's, it's it's just good. It sounds like really hokey, and it sounds over the top. Which it kind of is, but it's really fucking good because Max Winkler makes like really independent movies. Yeah. Um, the only drawback is like both of these guys are like super British actors, super English actors, and like Charlie Hunnam is known for doing bad accents. Yeah. <laughs> so like one of them's doing like a New York accent and like fucking uh I'm Midnight here. Cowboy, like yes, Midnight Cowboy, like yeah. I'm walking here, and the other guy's like doing this like weird Jersey slash British slash Australian coming out accent. So it's like weird. It kind of takes me in and out when you notice it, but it's a really fucking good movie. Like it's a movie. I guess it won a bunch of awards, but it was supposed to get released in theaters, but you know, COVID happened. So, but like, man, I definitely recommend it for both of those guys' performances. And it just came out this month. Yeah, it's a little bro. It's like not broy, but it's a little hyper masculine, but. It's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. Cool, it reminds me of uh, the. It reminds me of the boxer. Remember the Christian Bale yeah, movie yeah. and fucking Mark. But if that was like a, a low budget fucking uh, 
low budget movie about underground bare knuckle boxing. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. I don't know. I'll check that it's out. It's good, man. It's really fucking good. And then the last thing is uh, before we came on here, I told you I had watched uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And I haven't seen that movie in like a super long time. And I watched it a couple days ago. And Jesus Christ, that movie is like mad depressing. Like after rewatching it as an adult and shit like that, you're just like, yeah, uh, <laughs> fucking Robin Williams is a bad dad. Like, yeah. oh boy, like he's a horrible person in that movie. Like, why would you even side with him after that? Like the scene where he finally like he's, you know, because they find out who he, the, they find out that he's playing Mrs. Doubtfire when he goes to the restaurant. And he's like trying to switch disguises. Yeah. Remember? Uh-huh. And then he goes to the guy who's trying to give him a job and he's like, you're wearing lipstick and you're wearing uh, makeup and, you know, and then he goes back to Sally Field and as he's talking, the mask falls off. And then that's when she realizes and she like freaks out. She's like, what the fuck? Like, that's like, dude, I would be so mad too. Like, what the, if you found that out? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? What have you been doing? Like, yeah. this is fucking weird. Like. <laughs> and like it's not like sally field is a bad mom or anything she's like a good person she just wants to be happy so like he's like trying to ruin her happiness for him being selfish because he wants to see his kids it's like that's not how life works bro like <laughs> you can't do that it's like such a jerk move dude like but he's such such a good actor that you just kind of like go with it it's like but yeah man watching that you're like fuck he's a fucking horrible dad like he didn't like watch his kids or didn't care like he may, they may insinuate that he has like mental problems in the movie, but it's still like that doesn't, that's not, that doesn't excuse what yeah. you're doing. You what know? is he? He's like a, a t- on a TV show or he's like a producer or something or? So at the beginning, yeah, he does like TV. Sh- he's like a, uh, public access, like TV show guy. Oh, okay. And then he gets fired and then he loses everything. And then that's why they break up because he's just like, uh, mad, emotional. And Wait, uh, so did she, she broke up with them because he, he lost his job? They, they, it's a lot of things. He's like a jerk, so he's like depressed and oh, okay. And it's like the same old thing. He's like messy, you know. He never changes. Yeah. I was getting into fights, and they could become estranged. And then he's like, she's like, I've had enough. And then that's when he leaves. And then he changes his whole act. You know what I mean? He gets an apartment. And <laughs> yeah. He's all tight. He's not the kid's best friends. He's actually a parent. And but yeah, that's like doesn't excuse you being a bad person. Like just because you do that doesn't mean oh yeah, I get to have my family back. Like that's so selfish. That's funny because when you told me that, that like. It's depressing them because you know you know Robin Williams kills himself, you know, in real life. So I oh, thought that's no, like no, no. the angle you're going with. No, it's yourself. depressing because like, man, it's just like a jerk. Like <laughs> if you see <laughs> yeah. it from a perspective when you as an adult, when you watch it, you're just kinda like, Man, he's kinda selfish in this like Mrs. Doubtfire is kinda selfish in this movie. Like <laughs> She him? She him, yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta rewatch it again just to kinda like yeah, I've only seen it as a kid, so I gotta see that new perspective on it. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time and man, I was like kind of bummed i was like what this is mrs delfire like <laughs> you're expecting I'm like a feel good movie Sa- <laughs> yeah and you watch it and you're just like sally field dude pierce brosnan wants to smash sally field if i was sally field i'd want to smash pierce brosnan that's 007 in his prime yo <laughs> come on dog he's fucking fire in that movie it's a drive-by fruity <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw a couple other movies, but uh, nothing really did like uh, talk home about. Watch Ant Man. Uh, got stoned and watched Ant Man. I could uh, I could totally tell you're stoned, dude. When he texts us, <laughs> <laughs> it was so random. He just like he just texts. I gotta pull. Up, let me pull up my phone real quick. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah, I got stoned and I watched fucking Ant Man. That was fun. Uh yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoy I I enjoy Ant Man. That's probably my favorite like Marvel movie out of all the Marvel movies. Uh, I'm fond of Black Panther, but Ant Man is like 
that like fits my fucking sentiment so perfectly. Yeah, I, I'll read the text. It says, Ant-Man was such a left turn for the Marvel franchise, and that's why I love it. <laughs> it does make me bum that we could have had another Edgar, or we could have had another Edgar Wright movie, though. And then I said something, but and then he said he just kept going. It's well, it builds no mythology in the larger in the larger Marvel universe. He just would go. He goes on and on about this movie. It's so funny, <laughs> like randomly too, just out of nowhere. He just like starts talking about Ant Man. Yeah, the guys still don't watch Ant Man, dog. Right, it happens. That's because I got into my barbecue, dude. I was like, oh, this shit is fire, dude. And I got stoned because it lo- that food looks so good. I was like, yeah. <laughs> what you make? Uh, nothing. Some just some burgers, cause uh, Ralph had swung by, and we had like a social a social distance hang, and uh, I had uh, bought some burgers, and uh, I just had hot dogs, so I just threw them on. I was like, oh, Fuck okay. It. Um, but uh, I also marinated. I had marinated some chicken, made the chicken, but uh, cause I was cooking for the whole week, I was like, if I'm a barbecue, I'm just yeah, just cook. get it done with. Some yeah, do some meal so, prepping. Basically, yeah. So did that, and then uh, yeah, I had all this food left over after Ralph left. Cause I don't want to eat too much, cause I excuse me, cause I still want to eat dinner, and uh, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get stoned. I'm gonna watch Ant-Man. Uh So yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all I watched this week. Like I said, I watched some other movies, but nothing around hey, home. Hey, about do you brothers. have a question for you? Yeah. How do you say pecan? Do you say do you call it pecan or pecan the nut? I say pecan. Pecan. Yeah, but uh, when I'm, cause I don't know how to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the inflection. So, like, I fuck around and I say pecan pie. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was going to ask you, how do you I say was, pecan I, pie? I always say, I over, like, exaggerate everything. I say pecan pie. Pecan but pie. I always over exaggerate. So, like, if somebody's fucking around, I'm like, yeah, man, give me some of that pecan pie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't know how to say it properly. So, that's like, yeah. you're asking it. That's funny. It's like the same thing I do when I uh, speak Spanish. It's like, I'll fuck around with guys at work and just, like, say the proper Spanish, but I'll say it in, like, mad. Mad white inflection. Yeah. So diga me, diga me, <laughs> diga me puto, shit like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, <laughs> as you can see, we're struggling to fill time, guys. <laughs> no, because like I heard that on a, on a on a podcast I was listening to. Somebody was saying like he got some some pecan pie, and I was like pecan pie. That's weird. And then someone was like, oh, pecan I, pie. I see pecan pie. And it's then like was, caramel. Yeah, like caramel, caramel. Car- you say caramel. Yeah, I say caramel. Yeah, you say caramel. I say caramel. Yes. So uh, why guess. don't you guys don't write know. in the comments and say why Mitch is wrong? <laughs> that's the wrong way to say it. Oh shit! Uh, all right, so let's get into the topic. Uh, so the topic we want to talk about this week, like I said, guys. Honestly, this tra- <laughs> we might be making a transition into <laughs> this a podcast just just about two guys hanging out. We just might make this like a therapy session for me and Ruben every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> we we boxed ourselves into the corner with this concept of this podcast, so it's like after a while, it's like there is a, there's a couple of stories we want to talk about, but we don't want to get bad juju from it. I shouldn't even acknowledge it on this podcast, but in due time, in due time. <laughs> but uh let's get into the topic so the topic this week is uh we want to talk about like uh gnarly gnarly uh what is it movie releases like essentially so like uh when movies came out you know the theaters get like mad crowded and working at the movie theater there's like you kind of remember some of the movies being super like having a super gnarly release in the sense that like you know all the showing sold out it was sold out for like the whole weekend they were adding massive amounts of showings um, but yeah, that's what we want to talk about. So let's talk about the process first. So this is how the movie theaters work, right? The movie theaters anticipate that they're going to have a lot of showings. 
certain movies, they know they're going to do way better than other movies. But for the most part, it's like on an average, you're you're talking about like every hour there's going to be a showing for a movie that's like a high hit rate or a big release. So like say Spider-Man 3 comes out in in essence, you would think that the movie is going to do every hour. So 115, 215, they're going to be showing a movie in every theater. You know what I mean? What happens with some of these releases is by the end of Friday, they gauge how bad or how gnarly it's going to be. Like if every showing from when they open at 10, 1030 to like 530 is selling out, they scrap some of the other movies in the other theaters (laughs) and they just start fucking playing uh, Spider-Man 3 in every fucking theater. So it goes from every hour being a movie like. 115 250 it'll just go to every 15 every 15 minutes yeah it gets crazy and it gets super gnarly because when you're doing that in increments everybody at the movie theater going to the movies that day is going to see that movie so essentially you get lines everywhere you know because every 15 minutes is a new movie letting out and a new movie going in and so yeah like it just gets super fucking gnarly and that only happens a handful of times but for the most part that happens on major holidays thanksgiving and christmas because people want to get out of the fucking house while people are cooking in the kitchen yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, on Christmas, then, that's, like, the only thing open is the, the movie theater. Yes. Yeah. And then there is specific, like, movies, like, when the Star Wars came out or when Spider-Man came out. There is lines. You know what I mean? But after, I want to say about the second weekend, it, like, dies down. But, yeah, those first two weekends can be fucking super gnarly. Yeah, and I remember getting hired and just, like, the other people, other ushers were just talking about that. You know, like, oh, dude, it's going to be crazy. Because we got hired in the summer. So, like, yeah. we already knew what movies were coming out. They're like, oh, man, it's going to be crazy at this movie and this movie. So, like, I remember, like, trying to prepare myself, you know, like, trying to go into it, not knowing what to expect. But, yeah, but that shit was yeah. crazy because it's just, like, you're just, like, you're, like, you would do these big movies and then the smaller movies would be kind of, like, your break, you know, because, like, nobody's watching yeah. them. And, like, you just yeah. kind of, you know, you just kind of relax her. But then they start knocking them off, you know, during the day. You're just like, oh, shit, like, we're losing those movies and now they're turning into Spider-Man's. And it's crazy, man. I feel like people are assholes or turn into assholes when the movies are more crowded because they're just like, well, I ain't going to clean it. Everybody else is making a fucking mess. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know why, but I feel like it was always gnarlier to clean, like, big releases like that because people did not give a fuck as opposed to, like, the small releases. Obviously, that makes sense because there's less people in the theater. But I don't know. Like, people weren't as messy in the little theaters. Like, I honestly feel like people were, like, sprinkling shit on the ground on purpose sometimes. Dude, I don't... You know, I don't. It's so bad. I never understood that, dude. Like, I don't know why people just, like... They feel they need to leave their stuff there because like they paid for it or something. Like I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, get it's like, it. Bro, man. you paid, you paid at the time. You're paying like eight dollars a movie. Like relax, you're not paying my fucking salary with eight dollars a movie, bro. Relax. Like <laughs> it's like it's, it's just so, so like easy to just take your stuff with you. It's crazy. Like it always. Well, that's my, my thing. Like my dad, my dad always when we were little, always like grab everything, like never yeah. leave anything. But my dad is also bad because he takes sunflower seeds into the movies. Oh, that's horrible, dude. <laughs> That was worse than peanuts. My dad used to do the peanuts too, but the sunflower seeds are horrible because they when you used to try to sweep they're up, wet. They, they're wet and yeah, they spit and them they out stick, and they stick. They stick to the they stick to the ground, which is already like has like a film of like slushy and soda oh, already bad, on dude. it. It's like that's why they're sticky. That's why the floors are sticky. But yeah, like you would try to flick, uh, pick up sunflower seeds, and that shit was like horrible. Somebody would push broom it, and then they just tell you like, "Hey, there's sunflower seeds on that row." So like somebody used to have to go over there and sweep that shit up. I remember we had to get like a different broom because the brooms we were using were not as like firm you know we needed like some like a stronger broom just to kind of get that shit out i remember we used to have the when we first started it was the wood brooms which are the best they yeah, were those the are awesome. best and then they they used to break all the time 
because they were the ones that you screwed in. You screwed the head in with the pole. And we would break you know them, I mean? too. <laughs> We'd break the yeah. sticks. We'd hit each other with and them. And then we got, the, we got the metal ones. And then I remember the metal ones, they weren't as good, but they lasted way longer, obviously, because yeah. they were fucking metal. Um, but yeah, it was a, a gnarly time. So like some of their movies, I remember us watching specific or like us doing specifically. Uh, for some odd reason, Saw 2 keeps coming to my head. I don't remember going to that premiere, but I do remember watching that in the movie. And I just wanted to acknowledge that like that's probably the most uh, one of the most traumatic incidents I've ever had in the theater. That like Why? Uh, the needle scene still gets oh, me to this. Yeah, fucking that day. was crazy. I feel it every time I watch it. Like my teeth hurt. You know what I mean? That feeling in the in your fucking bones. Like when she falls in that fucking pit of uh, hypodermic needles. Oh my god, dude! Like, and they're just in her arm and shit. Oh my god, that's like, ugh, makes me feel nasty. Yeah. But I just want to acknowledge that because I was looking at lists of movies and that <laughs> performed. Like, did you know that movie performed like unbelievably well? Like, oh yeah, because dollars. Because Saw was like a, a phenomenon. Yeah, like nobody yeah. expected that to be big. Yeah. So, so the anticipation for part two was just even bigger. Yeah. Kind of like Paranormal um, Activity. Yes, correct. And the same thing with that. I remember the third one being like the gnarliest yeah. in terms of like heightened appeal because the second one was really good too. And then the third one was the third one about the witches where she goes home. It's or is that the second one? I think that's the third one. And, and then the so fourth one was like that. They're like in the they they made it like Hispanic. Like remember they is had that like fourth all or the, fifth. They made so many of them. Yeah, that's the mark. The mark. The marked of the ones. Day, mark huh? of the day. The marked ones or some shit. It's about brujeria. It's like fucking witches and shit. Yeah. Hey, do you remember trying to watch the first movie? Like me and you. Like we, like we we got like the invitation to go watch it at the ArcLight. And yeah, we did. Remember, and then we went and then we couldn't go because like it was sold out or like it wasn't sold out, but they over or like we couldn't find parking or something. Remember, like we were lined up and then they. Told oh us, no 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 no! This is what happened. This is what happened. We drove all the way to the fucking ArcLight. Yeah. We got there and they were like we reach max capacity there's like nothing but the thing is we were coming from fucking west covina and we're going to la and it was like a friday fucking night and yeah. we had to be at the theater at like 7 30 and dog when you're talking about fucking friday night even going towards la on a fucking a friday night you get out of work whatever we were doing like it's gonna take you like at least an hour hour and 15 because that that was to get like to the, fucking hollywood yeah and that was a week before it came out right because i remember them giving us tickets yes to to see it when it came out they were like oh well we can't for you so like, me and ruben this is a side side thing but me and ruben used to watch we used to go to screenings all the fucking time because we were like the perfect demographic we were like the demographic they wanted they wanted like they always they always want 19 to 23 year olds and then after that it's a huge gap and then they want like uh 35 to uh, 50 year olds yeah but in be- if you're in between those two they're like they do not give a fuck about you like 30 year olds <laughs> mid 20s they really they really don't because we had gone up a couple of them when we were older and they were like oh we filled up the spot but they wanted all the young people like yeah. i remember specifically we went to the the uh the paramount lot the one right there off fucking melrose oh yeah yeah and they were like we filled the spots like and we're like well we got these two guys like and we went to see ted and they were like that's mm-hmm. right yeah they're like i don't know like uh, we already got the two spots in there. Like, you guys can wait, stand by, and if we could fit you in, they'll put you in. But, like, all these other younger people were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there were, like, so many so many people going uh-huh. in. We were like, what the fuck? Um, but anyways, uh, we so this is what happened with that paranormal story. Okay. We drove down there, and we were, like, we weren't late. We just showed up right on time. Uh-huh. And, you know, when you go to those screenings, you we used to have to get there, like, an hour, hour yeah. 15, hour and a half before. And I remember we got there, and, like, we roll up, and there's a line and it was playing, I don't know if it was playing in the center. No, it was, it was playing outside, but they you were lined up right alongside of the Cinerama Dome before Veggie Grill and all that shit got there. Yeah. 
And we lined up and we were in line and they were taking people. And we were like, oh, yeah, we might make it. We might make it. And I swear, we literally rolled up and there's like two people ahead of us. And they're like, all right, guys, we reached our limit. Like, we can't, you know, we can't have you guys in here. Da, da, da. And then they were like, you you guys can wait, but we already oversold the theater. and we Or we overbooked the theater. So, like, that's it. And then we were like, fuck. And then I remember, I don't know if they told us, but they're like, they were like, we might be doing another showing. Uh-huh. And then they added another showing and they're like, oh, you guys want to go? I don't know how, why we were staying there or what we did, but yeah, they were like, you want to go? Remember? Cause then we went down. They were like, okay, you could go to, we're, we're going to add another showing. Yeah. And we just went and that, yeah, we went to that, that showing. It was like 15 minutes after the first one was going to start. Did, didn't we take our girlfriends after too, to see the movie? Like. I remember going with the yeah, girls. Yeah, I think we huh? did. We did like after the fact. Yeah. Huh? yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I remember like trying to watch that movie and it was being so hyped up. You know, like it was like, oh, it's like the scariest movie like next to The Exorcist. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I gotta see this shit. Like, and it sounds so good. It was good too. Dude, it was... Were you scared? Were you scared by it? Yeah, it was... I remember being like creeped out. You know, I remember going home and being like, oh shit. You know, like <laughs> I remember putting putting baking powder on my floor and basically there's any footprints. Oh you know? shit, dude. Which one was the one where they started using the connect? That was part two, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Hey, do do you remember that one screening we went to, and uh, they took us to uh, a church to watch the movie? Did a you church, go to that one? A church. Like they had everybody line up. It was like, like we, we show up right, and it was like I don't think it told us it was a church. It just gave us an address, and then we yeah. showed up, and then they're like, oh, like oh shit, it's a church, and they had signs, and they had us all go into like a uh, the cafeteria. And we were just like, no, all I don't standing. think I was there. No? Okay, so then we went and um, it, we we all lined up in the cafeteria, and it was just like all standing. So there was like no lines; it was just packed us in there. And then like, so nobody, like, we didn't know what the hell was going on. And then like, they just shut. Was the it light. a Rob Zombie movie? No, no, no. It was a um, a possession movie. It was. I forgot what, what movie it was. I forget. But I know they, they shut the lights off, and everybody's in there just like kind of freaked out. And then they turn the lights back on, and then they tell you to walk, and they start having people forming a single file line. And then they yeah. put, they took us into the church, and they, we all we all sat down like on the benches, and then the on they pews. had the projector like came down and they showed us the movie. It was like weird. That was like that I feel like cool. I would have remembered that, but I don't. I do remember us going to the Barham Theater to see that Eli Roth movie, Possession movie. Oh, the Ford Theater, right? Because it was like a, it was an outdoor yeah, the Ford theater. Theater. yeah, 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 off Barham. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. That was a good um, one. That was a pretty cool movie. Yeah, I remember we saw Ted at the Paramount lot. I remember we drove to, fuck, not Glendale, Burbank, and we saw a theater, and uh, that's when I was PAing. I think this is after the movie, and they were like, oh, do you have anything to do with the movie, like movie industry? And I thought I was like so cool, and I was like, well, I do PA. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, that doesn't fucking matter. We're not talking about <laughs> Yeah, that no, like, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a lot of fucking uh, screenings. But uh, anyways, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> Hey, since we're off topic right now, did you hear about the In-N-Out yeah. in Colorado? Yeah, how people were waiting in line for like 14 fucking hours. Dude, 14 hours, man. That's crazy. That's fucking retarded, bro. Uh, sorry, I'm not supposed to use that hey, word. Man. That's like mentally challenged, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's like wild. Like, who does that, yo? Like, yeah, I don't get it. In-N-Out is cool. Don't get me wrong. In-N-Out is great. Best drive through burger you'll you're probably ever have. I get it, dude. Yeah. But it's not the greatest burger in the world. And, like, these f- people that are so fanatical about In-N-Out, I don't get. Like, I wouldn't – I'm not going to die on the fucking cross because of fucking – you think an In-N-Out burger is better than whatever other burger. I'm like, okay, dog, I don't really care. Maybe it's growing up in California and you're just like, okay, well, yeah. we've had it. It's easy access to it. But 
It's all right. The thing about In-N-Out is you got to know your order. Like, you got to find your burger, your, like, your mix, the way you like your burger, uh-huh. and then it'll, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is this is, this is is good. You know what I mean? But The good, I mean, the one thing about In-N-Out that's really good is it's very consistent. Yeah. You know, like, no matter what, no matter when you go, it's the same, like. But like, my thing is, it's when you find that special order, because I have a, you know, I don't get a, I don't just get a straight double-double off the menu. I'm like, you know. What, I do, what do you get? Give, give us your order. Double- so my my order is a number one, uh, whole grilled onions, uh, fried mustard, uh, hold the animal style lettuce, but I'll take the pickles, uh, and that's it. Okay. I don't get nothing on my fries. I just do that. And if I'm feeling extra frisky, I'll get a a, a, <laughs> a cheeseburger spread only. Oh, okay. With my order, but that's it. That's all I get. I don't yeah. I don't go crazy, but you know, some people are like, yeah, I want animal style fried mustard, whole grill. I want grilled onions. You know, but you got to figure out your mixture. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the animal style fries every once in a while. That's good. I'm like whatever about the animal style. I don't like their fries. They're okay. I don't think like their fries are great. And I'm not a fry person in general, uh-huh. so it really don't matter to me. But like honestly, waiting 14 hours in line for a fucking In and Out burger is like insane. And there was a fight. They somebody got in a fight, and then like, the, the dude's really? pants fell off. Yeah, and they were, they were beating his ass. Oh. And he had no pants on, dude. <laughs> All for a burger. Yeah. Honestly, uh. Shake Shack gives uh definitely gives In and Out a run for its money. I, I personally like Shake Shack. There's just price point is too high. I like Five Guys a lot, but that's a lot of beef. That's just a lot, a lot of beef. <laughs> a lot of beef with Five honestly, Guys, you know. Honestly, if you're talking about my favorite burger ever, there's like, I can give you a handful, but they're like one offs. It's like I like the I like the Patty Mel Cassells. I like uh I like the fucking Hickory Burger from the Apple Pan. You know, I like the uh, OG classic burger from uh, Pie and Burger in fucking Pasadena. Like, I like a good Tommy's burger, spot. original Tommy's. I love good. a Tommy's burger. That's fine, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's like they, that's different. That's different than like th- those are like one offs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Tommy's is like such a such a micro. It's a micro. Uh, it's chain, a fucking like a micro chain. Micro guess, chain yeah. compared to In and Out. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but you know what's overrated, dude? Like, is Sonics? I uh, think Sonics is so overrated. Sonics is trash. Period. Yeah. I don't like anything from Sonics. Yeah. I remember when they when yeah. they brought a Sonics over here. Was it like in Irwindale? And like, I was like so excited to try it, and I was just like, A and W is the king of that shit, dude. A&W that is good. Still to this day, is fire. Yeah, the only A and W that used to be like in Glendora, they got rid of it, right? The one like off of Arrow. It was like right off of I Arrow. The last one I ever saw, like the last one. Was in Cabazon. There used to be one right there by the fucking outlets. Oh, okay. Disappeared, turned into a McDonald's. But oh my god, yeah. We gotta save but, the uh, NWs, dude. That's like we we gotta start a petition. I work. think back east they have them. Oh, they do. Yeah, I just think that over here they just that fucking car hop thing don't work, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So back to the topics at hand. Uh, crazy screenings. Yeah. So I remember the Da Vinci Code was wild. I just remember being a lot of older people there. Uh huh. Uh, the one that I we always remember because of the goddamn end song is fucking Spider Man, because they had the fucking vindicated by yeah. Dashboard Confessional, and we saw that movie so many fucking times that we memorized yeah. that fucking song. And then the, and to this day, if I hear Vindicated, I think of fucking Spider Man three. And then the Spider Man fight for the midnight showing of that movie. Yeah, I think we've talked about. I don't know if we released yeah. that episode. Did we talk about? I think it? so. Yeah. I think we talked about that one already. But that's just it's wild, uh, dude. To cosplay and then get in a fight at <laughs> the movie theater on a midnight showing. <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> Star Wars was crazy too. There's a lot of cosplay people. That year as well, uh, 300 came out, and that was another phenomenon. Like I oh, remember, yeah. like 
I remember Tony had like, cause Tony would watch the movies every fucking week or whatever. And him talking about that movie, be like, dog, that movie's badass. And at the time, nobody knew it was the 300. Nobody knew it was going to be like this gnarly fucking movie. Yeah, because Zack Snyder, all and he did before that was that with the Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the made? Dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, and then at the time, nobody had made a movie like that, like all green screen. Like, uh-huh. I don't think fucking uh, the Frank Miller or fucking Robert Rodriguez. No, not yet. It wasn't out yet, you know? Uh-huh. So, it's like, it was the first co- first movie of its uh, kind. And, like, yeah, I just remember being gnarly. And I remember it, they had to add. They kept talking about, well, should we add more showings? And Todd wasn't sure. And then by the end of the fucking weekend, they were adding like mad showings for that fucking. Yeah, movie. I remember that. But I just remember, I remember Tony talking about it like, dog, this movie's fucking badass. You gotta watch it. Like, and I was like, all right. But yeah, I, that's I remember that specifically. I remember uh, the SpongeBob movie, the first SpongeBob animated movie. Yeah. I I remember for two reasons. One is because I had to stay one time. That's when I was closing, and I had to stay one time with Tony after we closed because they wanted us to put up the fucking huge banners. And one of them was like this: the Plankton SpongeBob fucking poster. Dude, I remember um, that because the, I remember you had to put and, that up like right where you walk in, like right on. It's like like kind of up on the ceiling, right? It was like a like a yes. walkway, and you had to. I remember you were like complaining because you had to get. You're like, how the fuck are we gonna do that? You know, like how are we gonna get it up there? <laughs> That and I also remember that because we also had to put up the fucking Casino Royale poster. So I'm assuming that came out around the same time. But we, I remember I had to stay with Tony and I was like, I like Tony. I like hanging out with him. So I'm like, we'll do it. But I just remember like him just like milking everything, you know? Because at the time when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, I want to go fucking home. Yeah. But him just being like, come on, dog, like slow down. There's no rush. And you're like, dog, I'm trying to go home. It's like two in the morning right now. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that too, is because that's the fucking story of uh, one of our friends. Who started originally with or started a little bit after us, but was there for a while. Uh, he was joking around and he's like, "Hey, check this out!" And we walked out of one of the theaters when the SpongeBob, when everybody was lining up for the SpongeBob movies, and he walks out of the thing <laughs> and he like talks to one of us and he's like, "Man, it's crazy! I can't believe that SpongeBob dies at the end of this movie!" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like joking. We were all laughing, like, "Ha ha ha!" All these little kids are getting bummed out. And then, like, a uh, customers uh, went to go complain. Like, a dad went to go complain and be like, hey, one of your workers is saying that SpongeBob is dying and saying it all loud while coming out of the theater. And I remember he got in trouble for that. They, like, reprimanded Yeah, you got him. in trouble, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think George had to come up to him, and he was like, it's funny, but don't do that shit. Yeah, he was like, that's, yeah. No, he... <laughs> and then I remember uh, when and... um, when The Grudge came out. I remember, like, that that was a huge one, like, and then yeah. um, that's the same thing that happened with that. Like it just like the first first day happened, and like we didn't everything sold out. So then they just started adding more and more showings because it was doing really good. Yeah. And we had a one of our employees. He was an Asian dude. He had long hair. He always had long hair. <laughs> so so that's like the main like the bad person in Grudge is like some Asian like like an Asian lady. Like, I think it was like an Asian young girl, right? Yeah. And she had like long black hair, and like, she oh. yeah, she'd make noises like that. <laughs> And uh, so then we had our our friend. Uh, he he was Asian, had long hair. So then we he would go, and as people were watching the movies, he would go from the top and crawl down the aisle and scare people like on the end <laughs> of the thing. He would just put his hair over his face. <laughs> yeah, because he looked like the chick for the fucking grudge. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, and he would make that noise dude, going down there. That's wild. And then the other thing I brought up to you before we uh before we got on the pod, like I remember some movies that like were phenomenons. Like I said, 
fucking uh, the 300 was one of those movies. But I remember us going seeing Superbad. And like at the time, nobody knows Superbad's going to be like, because to this day, Superbad's going to be, it's going to be forever a classic, like a comedy classic. Yeah. It's going to go down with like Caddyshack, fucking, you know, like these like generational fucking movies. Yeah, definitely. And so at the time we saw it. And I remember us going to see it in theater 16. I don't know who I saw it with. I just remember seeing it in that big ass theater and like everybody dying laughing in the theater. And then after that week, it was just like, did you see the movie? Did you see the movie? And I honestly want to say we all went to go like watch the movie with each other like a couple of times. Yeah. But I just remember being tripped out. Like in hindsight now, I, I, it's like crazy to see that like nobody knew what that movie was going to be. And then when it came out, it's like, you know, it launched, launched all these people's careers, but at the time, we had no idea it was going to be, like, a fucking classic. I, mainstay, think, like, I even think, like, the second weekend was, like, worse than the first weekend. Maybe. I, I think, don't know. Yeah. I just remember that just being so surprised by how that movie did. And then we were just like, oh, shit. Like, because I remember wanting to go see it uh, again for the fucking, the the scene where the, the two cops, uh, Bill Hader. Like, I remember specifically going back to watch it just for that. Like When they were in the parking lot shooting with McLovin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um. <laughs> And then there's other movies, like I said, that we remember that were big. Like, I remember Tokyo Drift, the fucking Teriyaki Boys song. Like, it played forever. So we, like, had that fucking song stuck in our head for so long. And uh, another movie that was like that was Dark Knight. Dark Knight was the second one. It was huge, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then that's, like, all the controversy came from that, too, right? What's that? Didn't all the controversy happen at that movie, too? The shooting? Yeah, everything was a little weird, yeah. So then yeah. it was kind of like, I remember they had to get extra security for the theater and everything. Yeah, yeah, but I just remember it being like gnarly. I just remember watching that movie all the fucking time. That one and Iron Man, both of those movies, the first one. I never liked Iron Man. Like, I, the, really? Yeah, the first one, I never, I never was never really into it. Yeah, I just remember theater walking at that time and fucking watching that movie all the fucking time. Dude, that, I used yeah. to do that to uh, Shaun of the Dead. I remember when You're Shaun right? of the Dead came out, like I would always watch that movie. Dude, like in high school, like Edgar Wright is like the perfect fucking. That's like the perfect auteur when you're like, just oh, figuring yeah, out dude. film and like, yeah. oh my god, this guy gets it. Like space. Because I remember so good. I loved hot. I loved Hot Fuzz. Like yeah. I remember I had the poster of my room forever. The one I took from the fucking theater. Yeah, it was right. like a yeah. It was oh my god, but yeah, fucking Hot Fuzz was classic, dude. I love that. I think that's such an underrated movie. But um, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like in hindsight. Like it's crazy because that became the norm for a while. Like midnight showings, like that 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 came back so fierce. Like yeah. why we were working at the movie theater because for a while it wasn't like that, and then all of a sudden midnight showings came back for some fucking odd reason, and then it got so popular that people were getting tired of going at midnight. They they changed you know the times to like to ten p.m. More recently, it was like eight ten p.m. Yeah, like seven. You know what I mean? Like, it's like what? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. these are midnight releases. But I remember having midnight releases at the theater. But it's crazy to like look back in hindsight and see like that we were a part of all a lot of those like release. Like like I said, we were there when Superbad fucking came out. Like yeah. that's so crazy to me. Like. We were working at a movie theater when all that shit came out. Like, yeah, because it's even, wild to even think. now, even before the the whole COVID thing, like, yeah, midnight showings kind of died down. Like, there was no excitement for like a midnight showing. You know, it's it's been a long time. You know, like, yeah, I don't remember like a lot of like buzz for like a midnight showing. I just think people just got so comfortable with going to like the seven o'clock showing. <laughs> it sucks, dude. Because like, like I used yeah. to love midnight showings, man. Because everybody's so hyped. You know, like everybody's like, yeah. Obviously, they made it like. They scheduled to go there because they're going to be tired the next day. So they, you know, they're like they're excited for the movie they're going to watch. So like I'm it just so made like a better my, experience. I'm always so jealous of my dad because my dad, you know, that's essentially where I got my love for film. Just because, 
Yeah, I had to. That's in my genes because of my dad. But like, my dad always tells me about the crazy fucking midnight showings he used to go to in like West LA and shit. Like, you know, going to the fucking like my dad was OG going to the New Art to see fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show at the fucking yeah. right there. The I New remember Art, you saying that your dad saw like, Lawrence of Arabia in the theater, and I was like, dude, how like can my you dad, sit through that? My dad to this, my dad to this day always is like, I'll be like, oh yeah, the movie. Like when we went to go see uh, the Hateful Eight, wasn't it like three hours? Yeah, they had like, like intermission. Yeah, it was like three and a half you know, hours. I I told my dad, yeah, I'm gonna go see. It's like four hour movie, this and that. Like, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go watch Lawrence of Arabia. And like to this day, my dad's like, bro, you ain't done nothing. I saw fucking Napoleon. Like, Napoleon's like an eight hour movie, dog. There's like two intermissions. That's crazy. And it's crazy. There was an article that came out a couple of years ago in the Times that was talking about how like that that run of Napoleon when they showed it like in the fucking seventies. It was like a retrospective at that time because the movie had come out from the 60s. Yeah. But like that's the last, last retrospective that they had done of Napoleon. And they wanted to un- – and they were going to play it at the New Art recently. That's why the article had come out. Uh-huh. And they were like, you know, they only did like one showing a day and it was for like eight hours. Dang, and, dude. and it's crazy that my dad saw that shit. Like that's so wild to me. Yeah. Like, So to this day, my dad's always like, you ain't seen nothing, bro. I saw fucking <laughs> Napoleon at the theater. Like, But yeah, like it's crazy because my dad always talks about how like – when he was younger, he went to go see fucking uh, Eraserhead. And, like, that's so crazy to that me. Like, crazy, my dad yeah. was a part of that, you know? And, like, technically, we're a part of a different generation because uh-huh. we were working at the movie theater. Like, I don't know. Not a lot of people could say they worked at the movie theater. Like, and it's crazy to know that we worked through some of these, like, wild, like, big movies. These cultural, relevant movies. It's crazy. Yeah, It what, blows my mind in hindsight. What Star Wars did we work through? I, me- I can't remember which one it was. Do you remember? It was one of the, re- one of the uh, like, prequels, right? Maybe. I don't know. I want to say that was before us, Doug. No, no, I remember because we hired a bunch of new people for one of the Star Wars. Maybe look it up. I don't fucking know. <laughs> what, what are they called? I want to say like uh, Revenge of the Sith. Try that one because that would be the closest to us. But I honestly say that's like, I want to say that's like, uh, it might be close. It might be close to us, but it yeah. would have to be like right when we got hired. 2005. Yeah, see? Revenge of the Sith, yeah. 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 Darth Maul, yeah. That's right, yeah. Crazy, dude. Darth Maul. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's funny. They did hire people for certain movies because they knew it was gonna be so bad. Yeah, huh? I just remember like that's we wild. like one week like it was all of us, and then the next week there was like six new ushers, and we're just and then it was just like like mayhem, dude. Because they were trying to show them what to do, and then like the theaters are so packed. That's crazy. I remember Star Wars being crazy. That's wild. That's wild. That's crazy. Uh, all right, guys. That sounds like a good enough place to end this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. We're struggling here, so like I said, we might have to take a turn, and it's just gonna get real deep, you know, because this podcast is about to get real. Two older men talk about life. You know what's new? <laughs> hey, at least the title will, will stick. Real nostalgia, you know. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, it's gonna be a film podcast, obviously, because that's what we do. We listen yeah. to music, watch film. Um, but yeah. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, tell us how you feel. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, yada, 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 yada whatever, yada. I mean, have a uh, have some will, safe, have a safe holiday. Yeah, have a safe holiday. Well, this is probably gonna come out way after the holiday, Doug, because we have a pod coming up. Probably for Christmas, maybe. Or, uh, New oh, New Year's, for Christmas, New Year's, yeah. Whatever holiday is coming out, Hanukkah, have a safe holiday. Christmas. They're saying that that vaccine might be coming out the 11th, so maybe everybody will have a fucking COVID vaccine by fucking yeah, yeah, New dude, Year's. It's, it's party, we'll dude. See it. New Year's, dude. Uh, New Year's yeah. at my house. Oh, that'd be so sick. What a release, huh? What a release for the fucking year, huh? Yeah. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Uh, But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, We will see you guys another time. I'll see you on the flip side.